Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24-7 and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Hello darlings and welcome to season two, episode 19 of the Too Blessed to be Stressed podcast. I'm so excited about today's episode because I have a beautiful guest on the show. Phoebe Raymond is a business mentor, wife, mother and creative focused on bringing simplicity to the forefront for herself and others in life, wellness and business. She assists women in unraveling the modern conditioning that removes women so far from natural connection, contentment and joy. Phoebe also helps guide like-minded businesswomen from a place of intention and sustainability through simple systems that assist in bringing them success. In this episode, Phoebe and I talk about low-tox living and the impact that it has on our mental and physical health, how to create a more low-tox life, sustainable living and how it can help reduce our stress and anxiety levels and what steps we can take to live a more environmentally friendly life. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Phoebe. I do want to apologize for the audio on my end, but Phoebe sounds amazing and I know you'll get so much out of this episode. Hello Phoebe and welcome to the podcast. It's so awesome to have you on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is going to be so much fun. I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) So the first question that I want to start off with, and I ask all my guests the same question, what is the one thing that you do often to reduce your stress levels? Oh, my goodness. Honestly, like I think it's just stop and breathe. I catch myself constantly Like I'm sure so many people are the same. Like you get that busy, busy mind, even sometimes just first thing in the morning and I'll just be standing in the kitchen or doing something completely, you know, that normal everyday thing. And I will just catch myself and I will just have to take a breath. And it's just like, I'm back to where I need to be, which is there. And that's just really honestly, like that's the biggest thing. I have to remind myself so often to just be stop being all up in my head and just be right where I'm at. Even if it's just having a coffee, if it's just getting my daughter breakfast, if it's doing the dishes, whatever it might be. And I think that is just such a significant thing for me. Um, but otherwise like outside, yes, <laughs> fresh nature. sunshine, like it's just, it's, it's healing, right? It's healing. Absolutely. And I think the breath thing is just so easy. Now that I've had my daughter, I've, 
intentionally do that in the car all the time because it's the one place where I'm like driving and I can do the really deep breathing and it's helpful I think particularly when you become a mum and you're a mum yourself I think it's so so important absolutely and and even like the little things like driving as a mum like it comes with all these new anxieties and these new thoughts and these worries that sometimes you never thought of before and it's just you know taking that extra moment to take a breath and stuff it really can make such a significant difference totally I can totally relate to that (laughs) so tell us about yourself what do you do how you started your business Yeah, so I work in the network marketing realm. I'm partnered with an incredible company um, called Quintessential Biosciences, Q-Sciences for short, for pretty obvious reasons there. We we pretty much just refer to it as that, um, but they're a nutraceutical company. For me, I was actually previously working in the industry um, for about one and a half years with with a previous company that I partnered with, and I... I just found myself moving more towards the realm of nutrition and dietary focus and just that foundation, foundational approach to health that is just, you can't ignore it, you know. I mean, what you're consuming day to day, particularly when it comes to your food, is just something that, you know, if you plan on being well, if you plan on being low in stress and anxiety, it needs to be addressed. And that is something that I just found my passion growing for. Um, and I was presented with, uh, this company and you know invited to learn more about what they had to offer and when I you know listened in and, and listened to some of the leaders and the president of this company sharing about the values that the company holds from that corporate level down um, along with the products that they offer which are those herbal based nutraceuticals you know formulated to support health in that foundational cellular level from that holistic uh, side of things I was just you know I really felt in alignment with that um paired with you know the compensation plan that they offer which I found focused so heavily on you know supporting people to find that financial freedom not not only in supporting people to find wealth but financial freedom and you know supporting them with financial advisors and debt payoff on top of income and things like that that really brought everyday people to a good place with their money so that's kind of how I ended up there um and I really just focus in now in, in the women in my team who are mostly mothers um, is just helping them build a business based on sustainability in regards to, you know, removing the hustle culture that can come with sometimes with these kind of home businesses um, and really focusing on t- an intentional time management to build a business, you know, simple systems that breed success um, that people can embrace and connect authentically with others. It's really to really give me such an avenue and particularly living uh, where I do. I am from Australia, but I actually live in um, the USA up in far northern Maine, which is right up next to the Canadian border. Um, it's freezing here right now. Yes, <laughs> I love your photos. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a beautiful place. It's, it's just polar opposite to Australia. Um, but, yeah, you know, I live in a very remote location. The town is tiny. There isn't there aren't people my age in this town, you know, it's not, it's not somewhere that there is places to socialize and things like that. Um, and I adore it, but having like the online connection, the, the, you know, the community within, within the business and everything, and then, you know, being able to guide and aid women in not only building an income from home, but also in heightening their health, particularly as mothers, you know, from that foundational standpoint, it's just something that I, I love so much to do. So pretty much what I do at this point in time. And I, 
explore many other things, whatever captures my interest um, creatively generally <laughs> as I go along, whether it's photography, um, knitting is my latest thing. Oh my goodness, it's such an obsession. Just, you know, things like that, but they also bring me peace. So that's, that's pretty much me at this point in time in a nutshell. Amazing. And I love what you said there about the hustle culture. I think us as women were brought up to be in that hustle culture. And mm. when, for example, you have a child, once they come along, you are so much more intentional with your time. Yes, very much. And I think it's important to be, and it, it ties into like, you know, reducing the worries and the stress within your day, you know, just, you know, having the self-discipline or creating, learning the self-discipline to manage your time, whether it's setting aside that hour in the evening once your children are in bed to, to intentionally do, you know, income producing activities that benefit yourself as a family or as a single or whoever you may be, um, you know, in that financial standpoint is just, it's such a beautiful way to approach business and it's sustainable, in the sense of you can carry that out long-term, whatever your consistency is, whether it's 30 minutes a day, whether it's two hours a day, whatever is consistency to you that you can, you know, keep moving forward with is the best possible way to run your business. And that's something that I, I really believe strongly in, you know, that intentional time management um, because you can prioritize what's really important in life, which is family and children and your own health and wellness and self-care and all of those things. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So I really wanted to start off by talking about low-tox living because you are the absolute queen on that topic. <laughs> I was watching one of your reels and it got some ridiculous amount of hits because it was just so educational. So why is low-tox living so important and how does it actually impact our mental and physical health? Low tox living is one of those funny ones. I was kind of mulling over this earlier today and it's it's absolutely important. I am 100% an advocate, an advocate for paying attention to what you're bringing within your home. You know, you you are the, I, I hear this many times, you're the gatekeeper to your home. It's your responsibility to maintain the health and wellness within your home. And that's inclusive of the products, the foods, the, the items that you're bringing within your home. Um, the funny thing is, is with low tox is that ignorance is almost bliss because People who don't realize that their, their laundry soap is doing them harm, it's, it's, you know, disrupting their endocrine system, their hormonal system. People who don't know that aren't worried about it, are they? <laughs> so no, it's like, if you don't have the knowledge base, you're not going to be thinking about this thing. It's not going to be concerning you day to day. When you start learning, and I mean, it's wonderful to see how many people now are aware of this, you know, and I love seeing that, you know, the changes come companies even are making in regards to, you know, bringing out more uh, products that are friendly in regards to the consumption and the use of them within, within, within or within the body, um, but also for the environment. Um, but it's just, yeah, it, I think ignorance can be bliss, but knowledge is also powerful in regards that you can then turn the health of your home around in a positive direction. I think it's very common for people to have these, these ailments day to day that they just I guess we accept as normal. Maybe it's the anxiety, maybe it's the headaches, maybe it's the, the skin issues or flare-ups, things along those lines um, that aren't really, it's just so accepted into society these days that we don't really think too far about it. But once you start learning, um, you begin to realise that you can have such an impact on your wellness just from what you choose to bring within your home. And that's where you can take so much power back. And that's the beauty in low-tox living really is that you can take so much power back. But it's also simplicity. So much of, you know, going low tox and more 
natural within your home, so much of being more sustainable within your home, so much of reducing stress within yourself and within your home all comes back to simplifying what you're doing and what you're using and what you're eating, consuming every single day. So it's not even a process that's more complicated. It's actually reduction in everything that you're doing and using, which I love. (laughs) Yeah, I love that too. And a couple of years ago, I was really, really unwell and I literally changed so much, like so much of my diet, so much of the stuff I was even putting on my skin and it seriously makes such a difference and I literally cannot go back because every time I've used a random body wash for example my skin just flares up because I'm not using the good natural stuff so I absolutely love that and just keeping it simple is so important yeah and it's 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 amazing too that your body does let you know during the process of using you know the chemicals ingredients within your body um, and home that are not particularly good, whether it's, you know, congestion, sneezing, you know, skin rashes, all of these things. Um, once you remove that and then put it back in, your body lets you know pretty quickly. Like you said, you, you know, things start reacting again. It's, it's, it's amazing the communications that we do receive from, from ourselves. It's just quite often we've been ignoring them because we just, it's so normalized. It's yeah. like, that's just the way that life is. But it's like, no, it's not, not really. It shouldn't be. It's just that that's what we've, you know, we've grown up with this. It can be so hard to question or even think through so many of the normal everyday things, you know, um, because it's just all we've known. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a really, it's almost like a, you know, you get in that rabbit hole of questioning things and you start to learn so, so much. But I think it's an important process in for so many people and in, you know, bringing more, like I said, power and reduction of stress and worry in your home is just, you know, having that knowledge around what you have within your home and what you can control and how it can affect your wellness, whether it's the physical or mental side of things. Yeah, absolutely. And so what would be some of your tips about creating a more low-tox lifestyle? Firstly, is just do some research and it doesn't need to be a lot, you know, just look up some of the things that maybe in some of your products, maybe it's your laundry detergent, your dish soap, your your shampoo, learn about a couple of the ingredients because I can almost guarantee if you've got the generic brands, you'll you'll be able to look up one or two of the first ingredients um, and it will raise some red flags, you know, of some of the the things that it can cause within the body or anything like that too. So doing research is such a great place to start because you're going to get an idea of what, what to make changes with. But then it also is that gradual transition because not many people can just afford to go and chuck out everything that they own when it comes to products and buy all new things. Yeah. <laughs> Nor is that sustainable. It's not sustainable to do that. It doesn't make sense to throw away waste even if it's not particularly a nice product doesn't make sense to waste and throw away all of those things so transition as you go you know start in one place once you've utilized the remainder of your dish soap then then choose a better option and there are many better options out there reach out to someone who you have come across who has a knowledge base around this or shares about this information social media is an incredible thing i can guarantee like every single one of us follows along with someone who has a focus on natural living you know or they're easy to find you have these resources and there's people that are happy to to share with you and learn more so connect with people and research and just make those small transitions um but just taking your home back to basics can be such a simple thing as well You'll be amazed at how much you can clean with bicarb soda and vinegar. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and hot water within your home. You really will be, you know. So it's, it's, it's just kind of 
pulling back a little bit from from almost the, con- the consumption of new things, I, I even find it a little bit with um, because it does become a trend. The, as more people become self aware around the natural approach to living and having natural products within their homes, the more and more that companies will release these kind of products and they're not all necessarily going to fall into that natural category regardless of what their branding may say, which you, you know need to be mindful of. Um, but reduction in your home, taking things back to basics is also going to ensure that you're not over-consuming something that is the, although it has the good intention behind it, although being more natural within your home has that good intention, if you're still consuming many many products and many new brands and the newest fanciest eco-friendly thing then you're not really reducing and removing stress within your home it's really just simplifying looking at what you have and utilizing that and just taking those steps to simplify in your home everything that you can and when you transition invest in a more appropriate a more appropriate um, quality item or natural item when it's necessary yeah, I'm very big on simplification and that's been my mantra for this year. I actually recorded this <laughs> about decluttering the other day. We're so addicted to consuming things and buying things all the time and half the time we don't use them. Yeah, we, we live in a culture that is basically founded now on consumerism. It really is ingrained into everything. Um, you know, a social media consumption, the, the consumption of TV and Netflix and shows, um, like you said, new items, new products that we, we don't use, clothing that we, we either won't wear or will wear once, you know. It's just being mindful about these things. And by doing that, not only do you declutter your life and, and reduce things in your home, but you're saving finances. And that's a stress relief for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't tell me that that extra couple hundred dollars a week isn't going to help you, you know, feel more comfortable with your finances. So it's just, yeah, really, really finding that mindfulness about what you actually need and what you're just buying into because it's been shown to you so many times, whether it's through your socials or screens or something along those lines. And it's hard. It's really yeah. challenging to catch yourself sometimes. Yeah. And my new thing is, well, do I actually need this and what purpose is it going to serve in my life? And if it's not going to serve any purpose, then it's not worth buying. Yeah. Addicted to things, we think that things bring us happiness and then eventually those things wear off. That happiness disappears and it actually masks a lot of the things that are going in for us internally. Yeah, definitely. I mean, con- consuming things is an, is a great distraction from, you know, any distress that you might be going through, emotions, things along those lines. Like going out and, and you know, doing that retail therapy is is a great way to give yourself that little, you know, hit of, hit of happiness when in reality what you need to do is sit with what you're feeling and trying to manage, you know, inside. And you, you end up in a cycle when we do that. You know, the next time it comes up, you'll consume again. So it's definitely, I guess, again, isn't it coming back to that mindfulness, taking that breath and just kind of catching yourself and seeing like, what am I actually, what am I actually seeking here? Like what feeling am I trying to get out of this? And what am I trying to, why am I trying to get that feeling? What am I trying to manage right now that I should be sitting down and doing, but am I instead reaching to make this purchase that I will forget about and then wonder where my money went later on and then bring that stress forward to the forefront again? (laughs) Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. 
This episode is brought to you by the Stressless Journal. After spending most of my 20s chronically stressed, I came down with a mystery chronic illness at the end of 2015, which I'm sure was caused by my inability to manage stress and anxiety. While on my journey to better health, I discovered journaling, and it helped me so, so much in dealing with my stress and anxiety and in processing my feelings and emotions. And this is why I created the Stressless Journal. The Stressless Journal was created to encourage modern professional perfectionist women to take back control of their stress and to help them create more balance in their life. The journal provides women with tools to help them view stress in a different light and to better manage the impact that it has in their lives. It encourages women to take back control and help them live their lives in the present moment. If stress is something you struggle with on a daily basis, then this journal is for you. You can purchase your copy of the Stressless Journal by heading to the Knowing Her Wellness website shop, www.knowingherwellness.com.au forward slash shop forward slash. Now let's get back into today's episode. And so I know you're very passionate about sustainability. So for those that don't know, what is actually sustainable living? This is one of those questions that I think is such a case-by-case dependent on who you ask. Um, For me, it's almost so much of what I've said. It's simplifying and utilizing what you already have. It's reducing your consumption and doing what you can to give yourself what you need from within your home and within your own skill set. You know, it could be something as simple as making your own bread, setting up a herb garden on your balcony. If you have a backyard, growing some vegetables, even if it's in raised boxes, these things that bring you closer to nature and reduce your consumption because the consumption that we have as a a society in this world, the the, the rate of consumption that we have for clothing, for products, for plastic items, all of these things that are harmful to, you know, our ecosystem as a whole, we are continuing to always bring in, purchase, throw out new items all the time. And the more that we can step away from that, even those little things, even not buying that bread, even not buying those new utensils and using the ones that we have in our drawer, you know, even if they're those, you know, those friendly, eco-friendly um, utensils, the, the new bamboo ones, whatever. Why would we purchase those when we have perfectly useful ones in our drawer, even if they're plastic? You know, it's it's just being mindful of what you already have, utilizing what you have to source, and learning some household skills to then implement and reduce the impact that you are having within that cycle of consumption and within within the world, and bring things closer to home. Absolutely. And so how can being more sustainable reduce our stress and anxiety levels? In so many ways, I find for myself, I mean, it's even in those little things where getting your hands into doing something, like I just said, baking bread, cooking, learning a new skill, having the capability to give yourself those things or your family, those items, those food items, whatever within the home is such a reduction on stress. And what we're doing is maybe we're outside and we're learning how to plant seeds or grow grow you know carrots whatever it might be for the first time getting our hands dirty we're connecting to the earth we're connecting to that cycle of growth and nature we're connecting to the sun and the, and all of those things and it's it's that is an automatic stress reduction we're not worrying so much about the finances that we're not spending anymore we're not concerning ourselves with having those newest things that most you know 
generic advertisements and so forth are saying are a necessity. We're removing ourselves in those little tiny increments from that system, which just automatically reduces the anxiety and the stress that we harbour without even realising it. I know I'm one of those people myself who I don't realise that I'm stressed until I'm actually not. <laughs> yes. Sometimes yeah. I will be stressed. I will be stressed and kind of, you know, on edge for weeks at a time and all of a sudden I'm not. And then I realised that I was, you know. So having these little, these little things that we do regularly that become those everyday practices can bring so much peace and semblance. It gives you that little routine within your day, whether it's, you know, caring for your little garden or it's baking your bread, things like that, I think just naturally bring you peace and they're purposeful, which is such a big part of this. When you're stepping into something where you're wanting to be more sustainable where you're wanting to reduce your impact, you're doing things that are so much more purposeful. And I think purpose is something that so many people are missing in their lives. It's like you said earlier, we're just on autopilot and having those moments of mindful purposefulness within our day can make such an impact on our mental health in so many ways. Absolutely. And I think it's purpose just in general, whether it's towards your work or towards a relationship, just having that purpose makes all the difference. Mm, yeah, definitely. I mean, I where I live here, there's um, many Amish communities around. If you're not familiar, Amish, they are a community of people. They essentially live as they would have in, in like the 1800s. They don't have electricity. They don't have motor vehicles. They get around by horse and carriage. They uh, they grow and can their own foods. They, they do everything by hand on their farm, you know. And it's, it's an amazing lifestyle. Um, and they are some of the most content, purpose-filled people that I know. You know yeah. they, 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 their days exist for producing their own food and caring for their community, working together as families, you know, families coming together and working together to create things or build a barn or, you know, garden together, trade food, all of these things. You know, they're some of the most content people. And I think that's something that, goes to show for the the place of sustainable living from that regard from you know growing food and, and choosing almost that more of like the the off-grid lifestyle as we kind of refer to it with the more modern terms um but i see such a reduction in the stresses that are so predominant in a, a more modern connected society that they do not have because they are so removed from that in that positive way. They have their community, they have their their home, they have their purpose every single day, they have their craft and they are not concerned with the worries that we are all exposed to each day with our social medias, our television, our news and all of those things. So I think it's it's definitely something to be to to watch and learn from. It's it's a really cool experience to see how they live. Yeah, I actually remember watching a documentary on the Amish people and there were so many aspects of their life that I feel like we can all learn from. I do mm. in the world we live in, there's so many different cultures that we can just pick things up little bits and pieces from. And I think we sometimes lose sight of that and we sort of get used to a particular way of living and we don't want to adjust the way we live in order to improve our health and well-being. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and that goes with anything, doesn't it? It's it's we all have those wants and, and desires of having a particular kind of life or having less stress in our life or you know, living a particular way. But unless we're actually willing to make changes to create that, 
and then actively start doing the things to create that and make those changes. And it, it doesn't come around. We don't get to be that same person and do those same things and suddenly experience this completely different life. So it's definitely like getting, you know, a good chunk of self-honesty there, <laughs> self-reflection. Yes. Um, and choosing to make those changes and those decisions, whether it comes to your, your earning an income or, you know, your food and how you're sourcing that each week or, you know, the, the amount of stress that you're dealing with from your work or, you know, your habits that you're having day to day, whether it's a lot of TV or too much time on your phone, all of those things. It's just that self-responsibility of stepping back and making decisions to say, okay, I, I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to feel this anxiousness. I don't want to feel this negativity. I want to feel like I have the space to actually breathe and I want to be more self-reliant and be spending less, whatever it might be. It's just it's just taking that step back and, and choosing that. So what are some of the steps that we can take to be more environmentally conscious? That's probably one of the other questions that I have for you. Yeah, I mean, I think it ties in so well with some of the things I've already said, just, you know, being mindful and utilizing what you already have is such a big thing, you know, like I said, not necessarily buying the newest, most eco-friendly item on the market, but actually looking at, do I already have a version of this within my home and can I utilize this? Is it still good to use for a period of time? You know, looking at what you already have thrifting is such an amazing way to almost recycle items that are already within that system again it's reducing that consumption the impact that the clothing industry and just the item industry in general that has on the environment is huge it is significant and it's like when we can just make those decisions every day not to be buying into the new this and that then it's, it's going to make really great impacts on the environment it really is um, it's it's just those little decisions every single day, you know. It, it's it's kind of one of those things where you think, oh, it's not going to matter me buying this one thing. But it's, it's it's every single person, you know, making that one decision not to buy this one thing that really does create an impact, you know, over time. So I think those little things, um, doing what you can with making your own food and producing your own food, because again, that reduces impact. That reduces if everyone did that, if everyone grew a little bit of their own food in their backyard that would make a significant reduction to the strip land and the stripping that cropping requires to grow vegetables and all those things, for example, you know, when, when they're um, cropping these, these thousands of acres of land, you know, hundreds of thousands of acres, you know, they are affecting so many smaller ecosystems that exist within that soil and things like that. So when we can reduce even that consumption and bring it closer to home, when we can source our eggs from a farm up the road, if that's something you have access to, when we can, go to the local farmer's market and buy our vegetables, all of these things like have a positive, you know, effect on the environment, but they also have a positive effect on your own um, self emotionally, but they end a positive effect on your community. <laughs> it's kind of this snowball effect, you know, the positive actions that you make positively affect those around you and positively affect the environment around you as well, which is such a cool thing. And just imagine if every single person started making these more mindful decisions, you know, it's the kind of thing that they should uh, make a requirement of. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Thank you so much for all that amazing knowledge that you have. And so lastly, where can people find you and how can people connect with you? 
Instagram is definitely my be- my best space. That's my busiest space. It's where I definitely spend most of my time and share most of my thoughts and my content and whatever it may be, my creativity. Um, so yeah, you can find me at Phoebe Raymond on Instagram. It's got two underscores in front of it, then just Phoebe Raymond. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for having me on. This has been really great to chat about this and delve into the questions and the conversation and all those things. Yeah, and I think it's such a big topic, particularly I, for example, work with so many women that have autoimmune type issues and just mm-hmm. seeing all the chemicals that they use makes such a difference to their health. So I'm like, I must have you on. I think you've got such amazing knowledge in that space. So thank you so much for your time today. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so happy to chat about it all and it's been really fun. Take care and keep those snow photos coming. I absolutely <laughs> love them. You live in a beautiful area. Please keep them coming. Oh, I will. Don't worry. Thank you. <laughs> Take care, lovely. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at Knowing Her Wellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to be Stressed.